I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Nairi again. Oh, my God. She wants me to be awake forever. She's giving me so much coffee. <laughs> um, she has uh, supported the show via paypal.me forward slash fab ad if you don't want to go through the Acast one. Um, it's time for part two of the Deadly Assassin. Okay, the assassin, still deadly, uh, so deadly that like four people die in this episode. <laughs> so yesterday, uh, the president, when he was heading to the Panopticon, was like, oh, they'll be surprised by the names on this list. <laughs> like he's going to nominate someone ridiculous to the presidency. Um, and then he never gets to read them out because he's shot. Uh, the doctor is captured uh, while holding the space rifle, the weird perspex flat rifle thing. And then when he's in the, when they're dragging him into the chamber and his gown's falling off and he just seems to be wearing underpants underneath, like long johns, um, he says, oh, the roof's still up. I thought it fell on me. Uh, which implies he's been, like, something's happened to his head. Uh, so Chancellor Goth says the doctor must be tried and executed before the election. Um, so then we see the doctor is up in, like, like a weird cage suspended above who knows what. And the guard is torturing him with uh, some sort of ray gun. And he goes, oh, this isn't even the highest setting. This is only on setting nine. It seems a bit weird to be torturing the doctor. And the do- <laughs> confess, confess. The doctor says, I confess you're an idiot. Um, and then the guard says that they're preparing the vaporization chamber. Oh, no, the Chancellor comes and tells him that. Not the Chancellor, the Castellan. Oh, there's so many silly titles in Time Lord Society. I get very confused. Um, 
But yes, they're preparing the vaporization chamber, and the doctor says vaporization without representation is unconstitutional. Uh, the Castellan starts to believe the doctor that he's been framed once they explain what framing means and that it's an Earth term. Um, so Engen shows how nobody could have taken the doctor's data extract without a key. Uh, and only a mathematical genius with a phenomenal grasp of excitonics could erase the records. That is the best sentence ever. I don't know what it means. Um, so then uh, Chancellors Goth and Barusa have a little argument about whether they need to pardon the president's assassin after the president takes office, or the president will have to do it. Um, uh, Goth's kind of just assuming he's going to be the next president because it's what everyone said he was going to be the next president um so the goth's like i don't want to have to do it as the president like there needs to be a speedy trial and barusa's like well that's what the president does makes difficult decisions i love barusa he's such an old witch um so they have the trial uh it's just lots of people presenting evidence um and uh the doctor draws amusing caricatures of the participants uh, he's just like scribbling pictures of them and then one of the one of the time lords is like oh he said i've got to go they're going to kill him and goth who's like running the trials do you mean i'm gonna kill him he's like he's twisting the testimony that is not what a dr- judge is meant to do this society is no good, I'm telling you now. Uh, so, <laughs> the Doctor invokes Article 17 um, which and offers himself as a candidate for president. And, and Goth's like, well, you can't do that. We can't have, like, a, a criminal, a, an assassin, a murderer as president. And Barusa points out that the Doctor does have not a technicality because he is still in trial and hasn't been convicted of any of those things. And... A presidential candidate has to be free to campaign for president. So the doctor's off on a technicality. So he doesn't have three hours until the uh, (laughs) vaporization chamber. He's got 48 hours uh, until the until the elections and then he becomes president and gets vaporized um i don't know that's not really mentioned uh then uh we're back to the shadowy figures uh one of them calls the other one master um the one with the skull and the eyeballs popping out uh he's he's the master uh so they're talking about the trial and a skull man says only hate keeps me alive because the, the other one's like, well, why did it have to be the doctor? We could have just used any time. He goes, no, no, it had to be the doctor. Um, which is a bit of a hint, I think. Uh, so the doctor is uh, pointing out how the gun works that he was found with. He's like, try and shoot that thing up there. And the lad's <laughs> like, oh, this is the kind of vandalism we arrest the Shabogans for. I'm like, oh, the Shabogans, I love them. Uh, <laughs> I love a she-bogan. Uh, so the Castellan tries to shoot the gun. It doesn't even go near the thing. And he's like, ah, the sights are fixed. And the doctor's like, even if I wanted to shoot the president, I couldn't have possibly done it. Uh, and he's like, I'm con- I saw one of the high council shoot the president, but he just saw a gun come out of the robes. He didn't see who was in the robes. Um, the Castellan decides to open the Panopticon uh, for further investigation. And Goth's like, Really? You want to open it? All right, all right. I'm like, don't tell Goth. Um, <laughs> he's been trying to pervert the trial. Uh, so, uh, 
you know, Goth is, you know, quite convinced he's going to become president. He's like, I'm going to amend that Article 17 when I get in charge. They grab Runcible, the the TV celebrity, uh, <laughs> the Time Lord TV celebrity. They grab him uh, and they're like, you know, can you get your video from your camera up there? He's like, yeah, sure. And the guy's like, I see movement up there. And the Castellan's like, oh, it's just Runcible. Don't worry about it. Um, they find the Stazer mark on the wall, uh, which is the one that was obviously from the gun the doctor shot, so clearly he never killed the president. Um, Runcible takes out the video drum from the big camera thing and then squeals and faints. He's like, oh! <laughs> He's quite heaven. Um, then we see the shadowy figure pulling discs out of the camera drum thing. I'm like, what's going on there? Uh, they get upstairs. The shadowy figure's gone, obviously. Uh, and they wake up Runcible and he's like, oh, my technician in the camera. And there's a dolly in there. <laughs> I know it's not meant to be a dolly. It's meant to be a shrunken person. But it's just clearly a Ken doll or an action man or something. Anyway, um, the technician has been shrunk and the doctor's like, ah, oh, this is the calling card of the master. No! Yes, the tissue compression eliminator. There it is. Um, uh, (laughs) And the doctor says, oh, this is the final challenge between me and the master. I'm like, what? Uh, And then Castellan's look, a private feud with the master shouldn't be allowed on Gallifrey. And the doctor's like, too late. Gallifrey will never be the same again. Um, Then when they're downstairs, Runcible staggers forward and falls and has been speared through the back. Oh. So they go back off to the that little electronic chambery thing where they were before. Uh, and the doctor asks what this thing is and and Engin's like, Oh, that's the, the APC net. Um and he says all Time Lord brains are scanned into it and they can predict the future. Not that they ever use it. Um, And so the Doctor's like, ah, the Master must have intercepted the APC prediction of the assassination and beamed it into my head, which is why he needed my biog data extract. Uh, And so the Doctor's like, I've got to go into there and see where he accessed the circuit. So the Doctor lies down and gets brain zapped and then he's in a quarry. Uh, Yay, it's a quarry. Um, And he's got his scarf on in this weird dream world, strangely enough. Uh, There's someone laughing, there's a crocodile and then the doctor falls off a cliff. It's action-packed, this brain space. Um, He uses his scarf to latch onto a tree and then a samurai turns up of all people, and uh, using his big samurai sword, uh, chops the scarf off. Uh, and the doctor just falls off the cliff. Then back in the chamber, they're like, oh my God, his brain activity has stopped. And then it's back again. Uh, and Engen's like, oh, he must have an unusually high level of Artron energy. Uh, so they're back in. The doctor's got like a gas mask on and in the quarry. Uh, and he's being menaced by a what a medical doctor although i don't know that he has a degree this particular medical doctor who's got the most humongous syringe you've ever seen like this gigantic needle like with enough fluid in it to like pop your lungs open uh anyway it's huge um and then he goes you're a fool to enter my domain uh the doctor rolls off the bed and then bumps into a world war one soldier and a horse both wearing gas masks i love a horse in a gas mask um and then his foot is trapped in a train track meanwhile a train is coming towards him it is just one of those little kiddie trains like you see at shopping centers <laughs> But nevertheless, the Doctor's trapped and he he could be terribly maimed by this train. 
this tiny train. Anyway, that'll be the next episode, I guess. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.